raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. The FBI wants you to know that there is concern regarding those who have crossed the border and have evaded evaded Border Patrol agents. We call those gotaways. Tony Katz at 93 WIBC. Good morning. Now, not every gotaway is actually a gotaway. If you're in one sector at the southern border and you uh, evade Border Patrol, but you're apprehended in another, sometimes they don't know that it's a gotaway from that previous sector. But we're now starting to really be able to, at least they're putting out numbers that say, yeah, these are the people that have evaded apprehension. It exceeded 600,000 in fiscal year 2023, which tells you the border's not working. What's an acceptable number, Tony? Well, zero. Serious acceptable number. Seven? 600,000? Not an acceptable number by any stretch. But you have Christopher Ray, and you have uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, who, I mean, uh, there really is a, a move on going forward to impeach him and remove him from office. But I want you to know, you have a short time coming. You can honorably resign or we are going to impeach you. And it's happening very, very soon. That's Marjorie Taylor Greene right there. If you want to talk about a job not done, I mean, Mayorkas is a job not done. And if you want to send a message uh, to the administration, to America about uh, failures at the border, this is a way to do it. 600,000 people evading uh, Border Patrol? Now, maybe we're saying it wrong. We're saying evading Border Patrol. Maybe our problem is not enough Border Patrol. Maybe our problem is a technological problem. We don't have enough technology working. Maybe we're not putting enough resources to it. These things in any other world would tell us something about how we have to go about fixing it. And yet in this situation, when it comes to how we deal with this, politically, we're like, we'll just keep on going the same old, same old. What a valueless proposition. Absolutely valueless. What a horrific way to deal with an issue. And as we're going to be getting into, I've been doing a lot of interviews lately about the border. It's so much better of a topic than it is something to solve. This goes to the idea of Palestinians as cause versus Palestinians as state. And and you see that there are people out there. They don't want to solve anything. They don't want to get rid of Hamas and let these people live free and safely. No, what they want is the issue because the objective isn't the people in Gaza. The issue is, of course, as we've described it, a destroyed Israel. 
Well, is this what we're now seeing at the border? The issue is not uh, solving something so we have a safer America. The issue is eliminating America. No movement. We shouldn't accept this regardless of political party. We shouldn't accept any part of what it is that we're seeing at the border. And we're being told it's worse than we know. Got to elect people who fix this. Can't do the same old, same old. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Producer Jonathan, I, th- I think Matt was there, but Producer Jonathan, um, a little bit earlier, we were talking about um, uh, the Fonz. Arthur Fonzarelli, Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. And and, and Jonathan, uh, had a, I had a bit of a connection issue. Uh, he had said, and I heard through the, uh, through the static, that he didn't know who the Fonz was. He didn't know who the Fonz was. Was this true? You didn't know who the Fonz was? Yeah, I had no, no idea. You never heard the name Arthur Fonzarelli? Nope. Not at all. And, and I think by now you know that comes from Happy Days. Yes. Okay. But someone on, 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 on the social medias is, is, is very upset. Because were you talking with, with uh, uh, Ryan Hedrick or were you talking with Matt Bear? Matt Bear. Okay. You were talking with Matt Bear. Did you refer to Arthur Fonzarelli by his real name? Me? Yes. Or or, or Matt? Because one of you referred to him as Harry Winkler, and uh, Arthur Fonzarelli was played by Henry Winkler. And this is just a baseline of Americana that one needs to know to be able to go out in the world. Oh come on, that was so me. I, I totally said Harry Winkler. Did you say Harry Winkler? Yes, yes. He, I mean, he's an incredible actor. I remember from like Arrested Development, not, you know, Happy Days, so it's never stuck with me. I mean, Harry Henry, sure. What? Yeah. Well, no, there's there's a big difference. Because if it was Henry and the Hendersons, you'd be like, that's a weird title. But Harry and the Hendersons, perfect. <laughs> By the way, who had a Harry and the Hendersons reference on the show? No one? Not even me? Brilliant. That's correct. Such a That's sad accurate. movie. I've, I don't think I've ever seen that movie. It's so sad. It really is. Right? Harry Anderson, I know that guy. Magician, Night Court. Henry Anderson owes me 20 bucks. There's a difference. Okay, I can see what you... But it's, it, we're not talking about another Henry or Harry Winkler. We're not talking about another guy with another name here. It's just Henry Winkler, and I called him Harry, you know? Okay. But wouldn't it have been better, Matt, if you had just blamed Jonathan? <laughs> right. I'm trying to get out of that. Habit. That's what I'm here right? for. Yeah. Right. So you want to try it again? I'm trying so, to, try to own my mistakes. Someone called him Harry Winkler. Jonathan said that earlier. Oh, I can't so believe young. Jonathan said that. 
Gen X. Can't even believe it. Or Gen Z or whatever they call it. I am going to have to put an ad on uh, on Monster.com. Do people still use that? I don't even know. <laughs> yes. We're not. The time. <laughs> By the way, do people still use Monster? Link my MySpace. No. Oh, oh, don't forget uh, yeah. to check out uh, Matt Bear's MySpace page. He's friends with Tom. <laughs> That's right. Stealing all my music from Napster. Later, he'll be uh, having his meetup of Commodore 64 fans. So good. So good. You don't know what any of that means, do you, Jonathan? <laughs> no. Oh, well, I, I know what Napster is. Okay. That's about but it, you, though. You've never seen a Commodore 64. I have not. Oh, See, you don't know. You don't know what it was like. You have never once had to play with your floppy? Oh, oh, oh okay. Um, like, what? Like a floppy disk? It was three and a half or five and a quarter, you know. Yes. Depends. Yes, like a like a floppy disk. Like a floppy hey, disk. Crazy. Oh, sorry. Yes. Hold on. If I had said no, not like a floppy disk. What would you have said? Oh, I, I have no idea. I'm, I'm glad we don't have to find out. Yes, but I'm pretty sure that everybody in Radioland wants to find out. <laughs> and I think Matt Bear wants to put his job on the line right now. Do it every day. <laughs> uh, Arthur Fonzarelli, the Fonz, played by Henry Winkler. Glad we got this all uh, figured out. The popcorn moment. Let's go, let's go, let's go. It's a story you need to hear to believe, then grab your popcorn because there is more. Um, yeah, uh, look, it is not okay to pretend everything is okay while telling us everything is not okay. On the specifics of this economy, if you want to argue that inflation is slowing down, you can argue it based on these last numbers. We're going to dig into them in detail on Tony Katz today. The, the CPI numbers, consumer price index numbers. I want to take a look at wholesale or really producer price index and see where we are with that manufacturing going into the holiday season. But don't say everything's great. Oh, some things are bad, but everything's great. No, this is really bad. This was NBC. And Christine Romans left CNN, went over to NBC, and she's usually, at least in CNN world, on top of it, a, a more honest dissertation. I want you to hear how the Today Show yesterday engaged this economy and ask yourself what you're supposed to take from it. Prices have not changed much over the past few months, but they're still up more than 3% from last year. Bottom line, you're still paying more, but consumer prices are increasing at a slower rate than we've been seeing. Let's bask in the good news for a minute. Remember yeah. when it was 9% the inflation mm -hmm. rate? I mean, that was terrifying, and that was that was issue number one for American families. So 3.2%, that's better than it was in September. That means prices are rising more slowly. It's still rising faster than the Fed would want, mm -hmm. still faster than American families would want, but that is a slowdown in the inflation rate. Used car prices fell last month. Airfares fell last month. Oh. Gas prices fell last month. And rents and, you know, shelter costs 
grew more slowly. So all of that was the good news. That's why the Dow Jones Industrial Average had a very good day very yesterday. Good day. Mm -hmm. But, you know, most people care about the grocery bill, not the yeah. Dow, right? And so we're still worried about overall prices still a little bit too high. Yeah. I'll be the negative, Nelly. Grocery prices yeah. are still high, and that's yeah. what most people feel. The prices are still higher. The level of mm -hmm. prices has gone up the past two or three years. So when you go to the grocery store, you still feel, you know, grocery prices, four of the six categories that this CPI measures were higher in the most recent month. So people feel that the grocery bill today is higher than it was two years ago. And I think that's why the opinion polls show every time I say, guys, the economy is doing okay. You know, the public says, it doesn't feel that way. It really doesn't feel that way. And I think grocery bills are a big part of that. You mentioned briefly gas prices. Yeah. There was a tiny bit of good news there. Gas prices have been falling. They're uh -huh. down year over year. We'll watch to see if a slowing U.S. economy, a little bit cooling of the U.S. economy, which is a good thing, um, will keep those gas prices under wraps heading into the end of the year. It's anybody's guess. So everything is great, except you are paying more for food, but you only feel like you're paying more for food, even though you're paying more for a gallon of milk by a buck. It's just not that I'm feeling it. It's that it is. Our argument should not be in favor of a bad economy or touting the economy as bad because there's some political advantage to it. That's a nutty thing to do. But neither should it be, everything is getting great, you only feel like everything is bad because it is, but everything's great. It's not great. And if you wanna tell me that inflation has slowed, I'll say to you, good. It doesn't change the fact that the inflation affects everything you buy. I got a text uh, yesterday from a guy I know in, in the car industry. The, the used car market, People are buying a used car when they have to. At the very end, when they've exhausted all the other options and there's nothing else to duct tape on what they currently own. They're buying things. We, we, we discussed this yesterday. It was a, it was a, I, I thought it was a weird statement from the Target CEO and now I've got backup. People are only buying when the need is there. They buy a sweater or they buy jeans when the weather gets colder. Nobody's engaging in preparation and spending for what might come. They're only engaging in spending for what is here. I ask you, does that sound like a good economy? That inflation might be down from the number, I, I, I'll, I'll take a look at it and we can discuss that. I can agree with that when that happens. But inflation down, no. Gas prices in a good place? No. Interest rates better, but still for many people at 7.5% on a 30-year fixed prohibitive. Why is, this, 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 why is there this constant desire to make you think it's all just great? That, I believe, is called a lie. Photographs and memories Christmas cards you sent to me All that I have are these To remember you Memories that come and Turns out that Senator Mullen really wanted to fight this labor leader. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning.
this labor guy who had called Senator Mullen from Oklahoma a bunch of names and anytime, anywhere, cowboy. I mean, the, the, these people online, uh, they're, they're, you know, always tough guys and always punks. Oh, come get you. I'll do this. So this guy was at a, at a hearing in front of Mark Wayne Mullen. And the senator's like, we going to do this right now? And the labor guy's like, yeah, sure. So Mark Wayne Mullen says, stand up, let's go. <laughs> and the labor guy, perfect fight technique, says, you stand up. So Mark Wayne Mullen stood up. And it was like, oh, good Lord. And Bernie Sanders is the chair of the committee. You're a senator. Sit down. He goes on CNN to Senator Mark Wayne Mullen. And he's like, oh, yeah, this guy and I have a bit of a history. I challenged him on a couple of things to try and get this resolved. I was totally ready. On social media, they'll do this constantly. I'll never see him. This guy, I did. And this wasn't his first time. He did this to me five separate times. I ignored it every time. And then the last time when he called me, when he said, you know where to find me anytime, anywhere, cowboy, I thought, you know, maybe this could be a good thing. Maybe we could do this for charity. If he really wants to be this tough guy and be this, you know, this, this union boss of the Teamsters uh, who said that, mind you, in 2022, he said he wants to bring back the mob mentality back to the Teamsters. This is the same guy in 2013 that was suspended by his Teamsters for harassing and intimidating them. I thought, you know, maybe this guy could be taught a lesson and we could just do it for charity. What do you mean by that, for charity? Because this looked like you almost came to blows in the middle of Well, but I had already challenged him before this. Prior to this, I had I had said, uh, when he first put out that first tweet, or the, actually that was the fifth tweet, um, I put out, okay, challenge accepted, mm-hmm. September 30th, Tulsa, Oklahoma, for charity, MMA I fight. See. And, uh, and, of course, he didn't say anything until right before this hearing, he started running his mouth again. You mentioned MMA fight. You uh, are an MMA champion. Uh, I noticed that when you were getting up and escalated, you're playing with it right now. You you reached for your wedding ring. What was that about? (laughs) Well, I I wasn't mad, first of all. So when you get mad, you get angry, you lose your mind. First thing I thought of when I stood up, I thought, I'm going to break my hand on this guy's face. I'm going to take my wedding ring off. Uh, Because when when you're fighting and you learn how to punch correctly, you really shouldn't break your hand. But when you aren't doing it with wraps. So you actually thought you were going to come to blows in that moment. I had full intentions of doing that. Absolutely. Well. That's that's not walking it back, children. <laughs> um, there's an extent to which uh, let let's start with the top line. This was nonsense, nonsense. Of course it was, but there's an extent to which, and I can appreciate that there are groups of people who don't understand this. You're sick and tired of these people who nip at your heels and play tough and play the part of the bully. So we're always told the only way you deal with a bully is to hit him right in the nose. Here's Senator Mullen ready to hit somebody directly in the nose. What's the argument? Do I think it's ridiculous? Of course I think it's ridiculous. Oh, holy hell. I think it's ridiculous. It happened on the same day where supposedly uh, Congressman Kevin McCarthy, former speaker, punched another member of Congress. What, what are we doing? Can we just handle the basics and then go home? But the, these, these pseudo-tough guys, 
there's something valuable to standing up to them. There is. There's something important uh, 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 about that. And I think that it's, it's, to an extent, refreshing to hear somebody say, yeah, yeah, I did it. Yeah, I'd do it again. Yes, I meant to do it. That's the end of the conversation. This guy's a punk. I said so. I'll say it again. I think there is something refreshing about that. As I now hear him talk about it and totally willing to defend himself on it, guys, it's nonsense. And if you say to me this wouldn't happen in years past, that's right, because you wouldn't have had social media and other things and these terrible people emboldened to be awful. Me, I think you should just ignore the, the stuff on social media. But you should always be willing to stand up for yourself. Always. No matter what the tolerant left says. Because remember, they don't fight you. Uh, they just send the DOJ after you. No, too soon? Too soon? Nah, I didn't, I didn't think so. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. So was it an insurrection? Oh, no, 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 not that. I'm talking about yesterday when the so-called peace-loving decided to uh, blockade uh, the headquarters of the DNC and got into fights with Capitol Police and tear gas Capitol Police and there were arrests made. That happened. Tony Katz, that's me, by the way. 93 WIBC, good morning. It's an interesting question. Was it an insurrection? That the U.S. Capitol was locked down. No one allowed in or out. As Chad Pergram reported last night, all House office buildings locked down. No entry or exit due to pro-Palestinian demonstration on Capitol Hill. From the U.S. Capitol Police, all House buildings, significant demonstration activity. No entry or exit is permitted at this time. You may move throughout the buildings. And, of course, there was uh, a lot of madness. The people screaming for for ceasefire, I believe, are wrong. And I want to say for the record, I don't believe they actually care about human life. That's a very rough thing to say. They want to cease fire because Palestinians are dying indiscriminately and it's not right. First, if we are utilizing claims from the Gaza Health Ministry, you're utilizing claims from Hamas. That would be to engage in and support propaganda from a terrorist organization, and I will be no part of it. If I were to say it differently, don't lie to try and make it okay to go about killing more Israelis. That's weird. Trusting Hamas is to trust a terrorist organization. That says much about you, multitudes. Why is it possible? Why is it, Tony, that you say it is not possible to have a ceasefire? I'll gladly explain my position. Hamas is the enemy. Hamas is the enemy of Israel. Hamas is the enemy of the United States based on their own statements and their own deeds. Hamas is the enemy of the people of Gaza. The people of Gaza do not lead a good life, and it has nothing to do with Israel. It has nothing to do with apartheid state or genocide or any of those lies. It has to do with the fact that Hamas doesn't care about building hospitals. They only build them so they can run weapons underneath them. As we saw with Al-Shifa Hospital, as the Israeli Defense Forces went in, 
with medical teams and Arabic-speaking soldiers to be able to care for patients there. They found the weapons underneath the hospital. That's who Hamas is. Hamas, in, in their view, a dead Israeli is good for Hamas. A dead Palestinian is good for Hamas. And yet these people screaming for ceasefire don't ask it of Hamas that has for 41 days, although we're hearing that things are slowing down, uh, has for 41 days fired rockets into Israel. There has been no call for Hamas to stop. And why would there be? Because for the people, the vast majority claiming ceasefire, they've bought into the concept of oppressed oppressor. Why is it that we talk about the things that we do on this show? Why is it that we go over them? Because oppressed oppressor is how everybody views Black Lives Matter. And it's the same way they're viewing Israel. Israel's the oppressor and, and the Palestinians are the oppressed. No, Israel's not the oppressor. Hamas is a terrorist organization. But they reduce everything to this oppressed oppressor, which is why we oppose uh, the, the, the DEI concepts, because that's based on oppressed and oppressor. Where does that come from? That comes from Marx and the concepts of the proletariat and the bourgeoisie. Or as Barack Obama put it, the 99% and the 1%. All of these conversations are the same exact conversation. And yes, people who put no thought in and have no historical understanding or perspective will have framed things in this way because it's bite-sized and easier to get an objective across. If one does not call for Hamas to end, you are calling for the end of a nation. It doesn't matter whether it's Israel or any other nation. Why would you be okay with that? Buy into a Hamas number about the dead? No way. Crazy town. Buy into a ceasefire? That would be to buy into the idea that Israel should not exist. I'm not buying in. Israel exists. It has the right to exist and the right to defend itself. And I will say so anywhere, anytime, no matter what. Because it's the most honest and clear answer for free and thinking people. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.